Welcome to the WDW for Families podcast, a show dedicated to helping you plan your family's vacation to Walt Disney World. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's show. All right, we are back. So it's been a, a, a little while since we've been, since we released a podcast. It is the summertime. And, Summertime. Yeah, and guess who's here with us again? Randy. Yo, yo. He's back. Charity is here. I am. Yes, because we're missing Stephanie tonight. Man, it seems like one of us is always gone lately. That's because it's summertime. Yeah, it's okay. But Charity's basically become a regular anyway, so that's good. And now we have Rusty with us as well. Yes. So we're back to our three guys and one girl format. That's the way now, it ought to be. And now, I think for going forward, we should have three guys and two girls. I think... Uh, if we can get all five of us together, that'd be awesome. If only we had five microphones. Oh, uh, we will in the future. Maybe we can work that out. Maybe. So far, it's not been a problem. So, <laughs> <laughs> so far, somebody's we, we always get, unavailable. That's right. It's like the last twelve weeks. Yes. it's been like that. All right. So we need to do a fund me for the for the other microphone. Uh, that's right. what's it called? Go fund me. Go, go, go fund me. Do not like it when people ask for money. Like <laughs> that, when they've got money, that drives me crazy. We could go buy the microphone. We're just too cheap. Hey, you just know, <laughs> I'm supposed to give money to someone because I told them I would and I haven't done it yet. Oh, oh doesn't man. that make you feel weird? Yeah. You're like, I'll do that. Or like somebody goes, hey, pray for me over this. And you're like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And then you forget and you feel like, uh-oh. Yeah. I have majorly screwed up. <laughs> yeah. So. That's a shame. That was a good confession, though. I, yeah. And this person I didn't was say like, I did it. I oh, said, wait, I'm just kidding. Uh, people, <laughs> you know, people do people that. People do that. And this person asked me, like, would you help me? go do something with needy people in Latin America. I don't know, some mission trip. I was like, sure, I'm going to definitely do that. You just never reminded me I've not done that yet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I hope they wow. haven't left yet. <laughs> should we stop this podcast right now and just start over? No, uh, but we should, uh, we should talk about travel needs. Yeah, let's talk about travel needs because, uh, you know, I, I, when Rusty came forward and said, hey, this is a good topic for a podcast, I thought... You're off your rocker. This is nobody's going to want to listen to this. But the more he explained it, the more he talked about how often people run into difficulties with traveling at Disney. Then I thought, yeah, maybe, maybe a few people would be interested in that. And since we are geared to people going to Disney who just like listening to people talk about Disney for for thirty or forty minutes, then we'll talk about this. Okay, uh, we've all been in line at Disney World, and we've seen people in there. Hover chairs, and we hover, wonder. Hover chair. Uh, hover chair. That's the chair of the future. I'd like to get me a hover chair. Yeah, I was that thinking, sounds fun. I was thinking of a hover round. Hover round. <laughs> I was thinking people in their assisted. Their ECV. Their yeah, ECV. Their ECV. Whatever you call those. ECV stands for electronic. Convenience vehicle. Okay, and we're go. not just talking about that. We're talking about people who, who have limited mobility. People who cannot get around Disney, and a lot of us are going to travel with somebody like that in our party at some point, whether it's a child with uh, special needs like uh, we have with Brewer or a child with autism or a senior citizen or somebody who has a hard time getting around. Randy is affected by this. His wife has uh, some knee issues, and so we've all, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us have dealt with this in the past, and if you haven't yet, you might deal with it in the future. Our goal was to have more trips to Disney than Beth has had surgeries. And I think she's uh, had 24 surgeries. So we were wow. able to just cross over 24 trips to Disney. Okay. So. Yeah, that's wow. wow. So, you know, knees, shoulders, back, everything, ankles. So we, we've been 
on on crutches or not on crutches, but with canes and all kinds of stuff. Now you're you want to you want to tell everybody real quick before we start where you're going tomorrow. We are going to Hawaii tomorrow. But where in Hawaii? To Alani. Yeah. <gasps> Isn't that great? That's crazy. We are pumped. We are pumped, and I am not ready to go. I have not packed. Uh, we will be going in about uh, 18 hours, and I have not started packing. Where? What? It, uh, you need to describe what Alani is, because remember, okay, sure. Uh, uh, that. Disney Vacation Club has several hotels at and around Disney World. But they have a few satellite properties, one in Hilton Head, one in the beach there in Florida, and one in Hawaii. And so we're going to this one. My, my What I'm curious about with Alani, and I don't know anybody who's been. You'll be the first person I know that's been. Is how much Disney theming actually goes into that resort. You know, we've been there. Uh, we Oh, you've already been there. We On our way back from Tokyo Disney, we had a 12-hour wow. layover, and we stopped and did that. Wow. So. Uh, that was our 15th anniversary trip. How much Disney theming is there? there? Um, there are some pretty neat little stuff. I have no idea what that noise is. <laughs> That's my cell phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll turn I was it. thinking, is it fire alarm? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what that is. But the uh, no, no, it is. It's it's subtle. It would be like the Disney, you know, theming at say Animal Kingdom Lodge or the Polynesian Resort, for example. I mean, it's there, um, but but it's subtle. It's not. It's not okay. crazy. There are the hidden Mickeys in the in the carpet in the room or in the bedding. There is those sorts of little things. Okay. Um, but it's it's not in your face, Mickey. But what oh. we're really excited about is the Auntie's Playhouse. I think is what it's called, mm -hmm. where uh, they have free childcare and you sign them up for different events throughout the day. Nice. And uh, we're really excited about that. We first, our our wedding anniversary was just last weekend. And we were supposed to have a date night together, but one of our daughters uh, got sick, and so we couldn't go. And so the other daughter had this idea that they could just go to the child care while we're at Disney, and we could have a date without them. And we thought that was a great idea, and we're going to take her up on it. Good. Ooh. Though we were going to do it anyway, and she just didn't know it yet. But, <laughs> 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 but, it, but it, you know, the child care is included with your room, so that's great. I wish they did that at the Poly. Well, they, they call this an all-inclusive um, resort. But the only thing that's included is the child care. The food is not <laughs> included. The alcohol is not included. That's interesting. Uh, uh, and use of the pool, though, is included. Oh, so. well. That's so you so can yeah. use the pool. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah. that's different. <laughs> the right. Is the ocean free? Too? The ocean is no. free. <laughs> uh, in fact, it's a, yes, the ocean is free. So. Okay, good. So we're, we're very excited. All right. Well, let's talk about the um, special needs stuff or the special mobility issue stuff. I uh, am... Curious, first of all, okay, let's let's first of all talk about what I believe would probably be the most common instance where people would need tips on traveling to Disney, which would be uh, traveling with grandparents. Rusty, you've traveled with grandparents yep. before. I have never taken anybody over the age of 52 okay. to Disney World. So what, give me some, give me some lowdown here. Give me some of that uh, Well, like we're info. talking about special mobility things, so my mother-in-law has... What, what a T is called? What? Oh, a plantar's fasciitis. But yes, there you go. Thank you. So I <laughs> you care you what just was. didn't want to say it. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't say it right. Like I don't know. And basically, what this is, she has when it when it flares up, she has a really hard time uh, walking. It just it really just do it. So she went on a trip for the Home and Garden Festival two years ago, and they barely could get around the park. It was just really hurting. 
And so we've been talking to her like, you need to rent a, a scooter. What's the home and garden festival? Oh, flower. no, flower the flower power. Garden. The ho- flower and flower garden. garden. Flower and garden. I watch way too much home and garden. Yeah, that's okay. HGTV. I, I was way <laughs> too much. HGTV. I was like, wait, is that what I think it is? Yes, no. Okay. And so, uh, you know, sometimes when you just can't be mobile when something like that happens, you may need to rent a scooter because some of these parks are quite large. Mm-hmm. I was listening to someone, and I forget who it was the other day, but they were talking about the average person will walk, will crisscross the castle and Magic Kingdom eight times Ooh. a day when they're inside the park. I think a lot of people, I know one of my people, friends just got back from Disney and they said they did eight miles a day. And so you can just imagine if your feet are hurting or you got something, just age is caught up with you, eight miles is a lot to travel. And so um, you can rent a scooter. But did you rent yours off-site or on-site? We did off-site. How and, was it? Uh, it was great. They deliver, there's, there's a couple of places you can ask for a Disney provider that deliver to the front desk at Disney. And so you call and tell them, hey, I'm just going to show up on Monday. And when you get there on Monday morning, there will be a, a, a scooter there waiting for you with your name. You get it. And then as soon as you, um, at the end of the trip, you leave it at the front desk and you're done. That's, that's all. That's nice. all just to it. And it's, uh, I think we did four days and it was like tax and all and everything. It was maybe $150. I can't remember exactly. That's not too bad. And, yeah. and we, and there's some are there cheaper. We got a more expensive scooter because we, we didn't know how much we'd be using it. And we didn't want to accidentally die on the park. And w- ours actually never got below three quarters of a battery life. Oh, wow. Uh, I will tell you this. If you do need to rent a scooter, uh, see if you can get a headlight on it or bring a flashlight. Because the parks are actually quite dark at night. You don't realize that mm. until you're driving that scooter around. You're like, wait a second. I, I, you know, it's hard to see because the concrete's not white. Now, did she hit anybody? No, but now Magic Kingdom is a pain with a scooter. At night, especially, I would guess, Every, after fireworks and all Everywhere that. is kind of a pain because you just imagine, this was a new experience for us when we had to go through the, I, I walked in front because I was like, if you need to hit somebody, hit me. Don't worry about me. You know, I can, I'll take it. I don't want you to like take some little kid out. Right. <laughs> but kids will jump in front of you because yes. they're, not, they're not paying attention. And most people aren't paying attention because you're lower to the ground. And so they just don't see you. And so that's why I would kind of walk to the front and that way I kind of was a roadblock we were there during a very busy time this last time, and so, um, but but it works well. I mean, as far as just there's just no way. On this last trip, my wife had tore calf muscle three days before we went, Ooh. so she had to get one. There's just no way we could have ever did it without it. Okay, now explain the ride situation, the line situation with people in that. Yeah, what you're going to do is you're going to have uh, usually a designated area to park. Very few rides you can ride your scooter up into the ride or up to the. Even a show, very, at, very few. At Magic, Magic Kingdom, Kingdom, because most of the rides that have been built since 1990-ish, what would you say, Charity? Um, yeah, I, b- I would say in the 90s they started to transition over. Is they, There are a number of them um, that you'll drive the ECV mm-hmm. scooter. Right. You know, you'll drive it up through um, probably the Fast Pass queue. Right. And then they'll just transition out. They'll ask you if you can transition mm-hmm. out of it and onto the ride, or if you can transition out of it and into a wheelchair that they yeah. put them. The, the ones they're making now, they're trying to make it to where you don't get. I think what they're trying to do is make it equal access for everybody. Yes. Because mm-hmm. there was a time where you could just roll up in a handy in a wheelchair right. and just hop in the fast pass line. Right. No matter what your situation was, like yeah. if you had a cramp in your leg and you went there and you had a wheelchair, then you could 
right. you could go. And I think the problem was that they had so many people. And this is a very controversial topic, so I don't want to broach it too much. Right. But I, I think it's common knowledge that they had so many people usurping the system that they had to change it. Right. And one thing I tell you that even if you have problems with like I can't you can't do stairs. Maybe you had somebody who has a lot of knees. Mm -hmm. They will let you go. Uh, they'll send you a certain way because like Dana could get out of the scooters. We just walked really, really slow and she had a cane and she went through. But like if you can't do stairs because of knee problems, they'll send you down a certain line. Usually you'll walk through the line with everybody else. So I take Splash Mountain, for example. You'll walk through the line with everybody else. And then when you get to the point where you would start to have to go upstairs, it breaks off. Mm -hmm. And then they'll send you up the ramp like you come off the ride. Mm -hmm. And then when you get there, then you'll come. So you're going to wait in line with them. They'll let you transition over into a wheelchair if you need that. And there's a thing on Disney's website that will tell you every ride and how they do it. I, you can ride your ECV all the way up. You'll have to transition over to a wheelchair. You'll have to do this. Mm -hmm. And so they'll tell you everything. And usually what we do, we would just go up to the queue where a cast member was at. And we'd say, what do we need to do with the scooter? Mm -hmm. And then they would say, there's scooter parking over here. Or can you do this? And they would, they'd help us out. So I think that there is a misconception. I think it's a misconception. But I think there's a belief out there that... These people who ride the ECVs, they have it made. Yeah. I mean, you get to sit in that thing all day long. You don't have to walk. You get to take the short line. People mm -hmm. just get out of your way when yeah. you drive up. <laughs> they do not get out of your way. Is this? I, I, uh, and, and, you know, you go when it's time to get on the bus. Do you think yeah. it's 100% misconception? Well, that's the question. I, yeah. I think um, because Ooh. the last trip we had my, um, my mother-in-law. Um, also needed an ECV. Right. Um, we did the park rentals of the ECVs um, because we needed a heavy-duty right. ECV. And when you're talking about an outside company versus the Disney, the pricing is almost identical with the heavy-duty ones. And we wanted the option of having everything taken care of. Right. If it breaks down in the park, you just call up you call know you up. just go, go to the next cast the member <laughs> and well you, i i Change used tire right there i i used to i used to be the person yeah. that would occasionally stand up at the front at the stroller section and ride out an ecv to somebody that needed one right. so i knew that was the process if you needed one they'll come out and, and bring you one so anyways that's why we rented um from you know the parks each morning when we went in um but there was a misconception with um you know, with her circle of friends that you got extra special, that you would just get straight on the rides, that you wouldn't, um, you know, that, that you got special privileges for your party. Um, and I think so there was a time that was accurate. Yes. I think so. I think that not anymore. I think it's more of a pro more of a pain. I think it is an inconvenience to add that to your group. I, so. It is for the and. Even when it was, because Brewer, even when even though he is not wheelchair bound, clearly, he has had a stroller that qualified as a wheelchair, so we have been in those lines. Even when you did get perks for being in a wheelchair, and they were perks, let's just be honest. I don't, I, you know, I've got a child with special needs. I don't feel like I'm insensitive to people who have problems. Mm -hmm. um, there were perks, and one of them was we got on rides faster back in the day it's changed but even when and what i'm trying to say is even when it was a perk there were certain rides it was disadvantaged sure. to you like mm -hmm. uh, the safari we almost always had to wait twice as long as anybody else 
if we went in the wheelchair line. Mm-hmm. Same with um, same with Haunted Mansion at times. Same with certain rides. The wheelchair line was longer well, sometimes. If, yeah, I see a lot of times with the Small World ride, the wheelchair line seems longer. If you hit Toy Story just right, yeah. you you could be waiting yep. a long time in yep. that wheelchair I've, I've line. I've been in the handicap line for that one, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, now... Or special needs. Or I don't know if it ever equals as long as the Toy Story line yeah. is, but let's. I guess. What do you want to? Do you want to well, transition here, into that right now? Or I want to tell you just a couple okay. of quick things too, because um, a lot of people are going to see people in, in scooters, and you'll think, I don't know why they're in a scooter. Because what's wrong with them? We well, met a lady who had MS, and yeah. so she was riding a scooter, and because she, she just can't. Visit. And so if you saw her, you wouldn't mm-hmm. think anything's wrong with her. Uh, but we also a lot of people on crutches. I, I can't tell you how many people we saw on crutches with broke legs. I'm sure what happens mm-hmm. is they're getting ready to go on the trip, and like Dana, you have an accident, right. everything's paid for, and you're like, okay, two, we just got to go. before, you're still going to go. Yes, yeah. and I would tell you, if you can afford the scooter, I cannot imagine doing crutches in Disney. Mm-mm. I know you're a teenager, whatever, I cannot imagine. Um, we did a lot of searching on online forums about the knee scooters, because Dana was like, maybe I can oh. do one of those little knee scooters. Uh, I can't imagine. And they were all like, don't do it. You, you'll be miserable. It's, yeah. it's all this here. Because we really looked through about what do we need to do because we knew that this was going to be an issue. And most of them, I mean, I would tell you, use a scooter. You will go slower than you normally would go. We didn't ride as much. Uh, you're you're going to have to go a lot slower in the parks than you would think. Uh, Where so, is an advantage? On the bus? Where uh, is it? Getting to go ride. on the bus first? And here's one of the things I would oh, tell you, too. I, you can't I would ride, say ride the you, tram. I, I would say you'll actually... You might be at a disadvantage the okay. same way with you are yeah. with rides because mm-hmm. if there's two people or if there's one yeah, that's, that's already true. on there, yeah. Yeah. you you can't get on. And that the, bus. they used to be the the lines for the buses were too small for the ECVs. Now they put the ECVs in the line. Yeah. That's what they try to do. They oh, try really? to push you in the line, so you go back and forth with everybody else, yes. and they'll only let you on if you're the first person on. If right. we had an ugly so. Disney podcast. That would be one of the ugly Disney moments that I've seen mm-hmm. yeah. is people in ECVs and people waiting in line and wa- having yeah. to sit there and wait for ECV people to get loaded on a bus in a crowded mm-hmm. night at the closing of Magic Kingdom. I have seen an ECV approach a line and people get oh, really oh, yeah. ugly. Yeah, moan, the moan. Yeah. Yes, the why are you in that ECV? Comments. It's like people judging people based Definitely. on looks. You cannot judge no. somebody... You know, when somebody tells me what I'm thinking, that kind of bothers oh, me. Oh, yeah. And you can't tell a person's fitness level right. based on looking at them. Yeah. It's just impossible. Right. And, and I mean, I'm we're a lot more fit than I look. Yeah. <laughs> well, I and, and we're looking at people that, you know, I'm, I mean, we're lo- looking at people who are on vacation that may be there, you know, like we were, seven days. You're there for a full seven days, yeah. eight miles a day. You, you know, people who may be able to live their normal daily life without assistance, they cannot do that through yeah. the parks. But I've, you know, but you've also seen the, oh yeah, the the people who take people advantage. Who take advantage. Of yeah. I've been yeah. in guest services, and it was obvious that there was a girl that was trying to take advantage of the system. She, she had this interesting ailment. Right, and she, but she was totally fine, and and now I, I will she was say trying to explain it to the sure. cast member what she had, and what she was explaining was basically she she I need glasses. Yeah, I mean it was as, yeah. it was as, <laughs> yeah it was not glasses. something she would need any sort of assistance yeah. with. Right, but she w- 
she demanded that and got irate. It was it was an ugly. And scene. I've, I've Beth has brought her handicap placard in before, which you don't have to go to that extreme. Right. But Beth has brought it in, and then still question whether or not she needs a That's interesting. A, a, a pass. I, I just mean to say that they will they will not ask you too many specifics because they don't want to get into too, too personal stuff. They've gotten a little tougher, though. But they will say, so what is it your issue? Well, she says, I, I have, uh, I, I can't walk really far. Well, that doesn't keep you from waiting in lines. You know, right. you know right. and, and, and this pass does not shorten your line. Well, let's just. Is what they'll say. Let, yeah. well, let's keep, let's keep getting, going down the controversial path then. Yeah. Did you have <laughs> something to say first? Go ahead. Okay. The growing amount of kids with autism in in the United States, right? I mean, that's a fact. Disney has a autistic kids, factually, some of them cannot s deal with lines like other kids can. Some of them have issues with, with standing there for a long period of time, blah, blah, blah. And there is the guest assistance pass for, uh, for those folks. Mm -hmm. Do you think the numbers of just the number of special needs kids has increased? I wonder if that kind of forced Disney's hand on the change. Um, on the change, to yeah, because to, on which change? But when they change the policy, um, yeah. and some if you don't have a special needs child, you may not know that about three years ago they changed the policy before. You could walk into guest services and say, "Hey, here's my son. He clearly has Down syndrome. He, you know." I didn't want to exploit the system, but Brewer would not stand in line for more than 30 or 40 minutes. So if we got into a situation like Toy Story, he would freak out. He would, you know, he'd be hard to deal with. So we would say, can we get the guest assistance pass? They would give us the guest assistance pass. We could then take the wheel, the stroller in like a wheelchair, and we could bypass lines and go into fast pass. All right. Suddenly, that became common knowledge over the years, and then you had people like that well-publicized couple in New York renting out their special needs mm -hmm. child, and and just so you could skip lines. Disney changes the policy. We go in one for Disney trip expecting the same kind of treatment, which honestly we enjoyed. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are very few perks in having a kid with special needs. Mm -hmm. One, he's cute as a button. We love him to death, right? But... But there are, it is hard raising a child with special needs, so any perk is welcome, okay? Anyways, Disney changed it, and I think fairly, to where if we went up to Toy Story and the attendant, attendant looks at the line, it says 60-minute wait. I see that, and I go, oh, okay, it's 60 minutes. Brewer, there's no way he's going to wait in line that long. I pull out the guest assistance pass. The guy writes down Toy Story, 60 minutes, and we have to wait 60 minutes before we get into the Fast Pass line. Then once that 60 minutes is over, we can get in the fast pass line, we ride it, then we can go to another ride one at a time, and he will give us, like we go over to Star Tours, lines 20 minutes, he'll write down, oh, okay, lines 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Then we can go back, until we can do whatever we want for 20 minutes, we can just come back. And I think that's fair, and that's what Universal did the first time we went to Universal, um, but Disney has changed that. And that's how we are able to deal with Brewer easier because now we know that we we don't have to stand there in you know the heat or in the enclosed space or the worst line to me ever at disney was the character back when they used to do the princess character greeting back in the toontown fair and there was the line for the princesses back there which was like 
50 minutes oh, yeah. all the time. And it was just such an enclosed little space mm -hmm. with very little entertainment. And Brewer just could not deal with that line at all. Uh, anyways, I've, 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 I went too far there, Ram. No, it's fine. But, but that's, it's good to know the process for right. folks out there who who might, might have someone with yeah, special needs. Or a lot of people who have kids with autism or Down syndrome do not even know that's available. Right. Okay? And that is available. You you go up there, and that, man, that will save you a lot of heartache. And I appreciate Disney for doing that. I hope they don't change it again. because And, I, and I, so for those families, what do yeah. they do? They go up to they guest services. They go service. to guest services. What do they need to provide? If you need to, well, with, with autism, I think it would be different because a lot of autism you can't see. With Down syndrome, it's obvious. Now, you're not doing it to exploit the system, obviously. You're doing it to say, my child has issues. If your child doesn't have issues with waiting in line, you've got a ch there are a lot of kids with Down syndrome that that would not be an issue with. With Brewer at age eight, it still is an issue. When Brewer's 16, he probably is not going to have any issue just like any other kid waiting in line. But right now, it is. A kid with autism, especially, you know, a child with who's, uh, you know, in closed spaces, drives him crazy or whatever, you're going to go to get, I, you know, I don't want to go so far to say bring a note from your doctor, but it wouldn't hurt. I mean, it's not going to hurt. Yeah. Um, and just show it to guest services, say our child is autistic. He will not deal with this line. Um, they may try to talk you out of getting it or say, I've yeah. seen them try to tell you you I've don't need it. I've seen with Beth and say, you know, this doesn't shorten your, your weight. Right. But get it anyways. Get the guest assistance pass. It's a red, it's a ca white card outlined in red. Uh, or no, that's what it used to look like. Now it's like almost like a passport that opens up and uh, you get it. And uh, you, they give it to you and it lasts for the duration of your trip. You don't have to go into guest services every day. You could get it at any of the four guest services locations. You don't have to get it just at Magic Kingdom. You can go to, and I, uh, we have noticed a difference on the ease in which we can get it without having to, to say things, you know, like I've, I've walked in the Magic Kingdom and got it with no problem every time. At Disney Hollywood Studios, it seems like I have to explain to the attendant <laughs> almost what Down Syndrome does, like right. what, what the effects of Down Syndrome are on a kid. And, um, but nonetheless, um, it, even with the new system, mm -hmm. I, the new system is fair. And sure. I, a lot of people have really been upset about it. But I think it's fair, and it's it's just a simple way to... Uh, we're not trying to exploit the sim. We're trying to even the playing field so my kid can enjoy Disney just like your kid. Yeah. I, I'm curious what kind of training they give these cast members because there's got to be very thin lines between what what they can say, what they can ask, what they yeah. can't ask, yeah. and how many times they, they, they push. Well, I, I, I think that they are more stingy with the passes than they used to be. They are because of the... Because the of the exploitation backlash. of yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Now, and I will say, I'm trying to be very careful on this podcast because we're going to get more feedback from this than we did the you knocking on the tiger glass because right. because this is a touchy topic. Anytime I bring it up online, mm -hmm. I get hammered. And I'm a, I'm a dad sure. who's really in the corner of special needs kids. But for whatever reason, people just get angry about this. I, I think that people have gone somewhere and they have seen somebody exploit this. I've seen this at Six yeah. Flags more than Disney, uh, where you see someone and you're like, the guy out of the wheelchair, and they just walked right up like I would and got in a ride. And it used to be you could bypass all the lines. And I think people have in their mind, you're only doing this to exploit the system. 
instead of realizing, hey, there are people who I do it that. too. I you do it at Walmart. That. Yeah. I mean, I look at Walmart and those people that ride the scooters around. I'm like, oh, they're, they're overweight. That's why they got it. And that's on me. That's my bad. Yeah. You know that I shouldn't feel that way. Uh, it it may be true sometimes. Yeah. But it, who am I? I mean, what? Yeah. And why do I care? Why does I, that make me uncomfortable? Especially with the kids, I think the the thing as a guest to keep in mind, and and I think. Um, I mean, obviously things have changed a lot since I was there, but um, they really, for the cast members, they really do, you know, encourage you to, to think the best of someone, you know, to always keep in mind you could be the, um, you know, you could be the last person that they interact with and, mm -hmm. and you just want to be Disney to that person. Um, but, you know, w they remind you, mm -hmm. you know, subtly, like, oh, well, whenever you see someone, it, it's not going to be apparent what their issue is necessarily like it's not always going to be mm -hmm. oh someone has a broken leg and it's really clear um you know they can have just a social anxiety issue and the people too close in the line is what you know is what sets it off mm -hmm. and you know that causes them so much anxiety that they're not going to get to enjoy the trip at all because of that um i'll add that we've had experiences where beth had her cane out and she did not have her. She did not have a accessibility pass. She did not, get, you know. She just had her cane out, and it was. And she was trying to fight through it. But we've had cast members who would say, you know, you can just just come right up. You know, you can go through the the fast mm -hmm. pass line. It's okay. Now yeah. that's usually when it, the park is less busy. They're not as likely to do that when it's a two hour wait. Um, I would think it'd be the opposite. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, I'll say that maybe we haven't asked as much yeah. or urged. That's been our, our experience. Well, but but I, but we've had cast members who would, you know, it's not that big a deal, really. Come on in, and maybe this was more than three years ago. Maybe this was before some of the the rule changes. But uh, you, you don't. If if your issue is minor, if it's something that is only happening because it's the end of a third very long day, then maybe. You'll, you'll find some opportunities that, that you can just ask. Hey, she's got this issue. Would it be okay? He's got I, this issue. Would it be okay? You know, and that's, my, that's one thing to me. And I, I've said this over and over on our podcast. I know I'm going to listen to this podcast and just shudder with everything I'm saying because I'm just so conscious about this or self-conscious about this. The, um, Disney's whole thing was make everyone's dream come true. That's his whole, that was his whole deal. And to me, that is the, is the Disney thing. Okay, so their treatment of special needs kids or people with mobility issues or senior saints, to me, that's one reason we love Disney so much is because that is one of the few places on the planet that Brewer is treated equally, if not better, than other kids. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't, want, I don't want my kid treated better than your kid. You know, I don't, I don't want that necessarily. But I do like the idea that Brewer is, is a rock star at Disney. And I love the fact that that there's kids standing in line for Donald Duck. Donald Duck will break line and come over and kiss Brewer on the forehead and then go back to the other kids. I, I love that and appreciate that. And like I said, there's two ways of looking at it. There's the angry parent who looks at that and goes, that's unfair. Why does that kid get that and my kid doesn't? And then there's, there's us who say, because there's some things in life that Brewer just doesn't get the advantage in. And maybe here... Let 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 him have the advantage for once, and and I know that sounded horrible. I feel terrible saying it, but I I just you know. I, yeah, I don't think so. I th yeah. I think, um, 
like for us, you know, I mean, it, everybody, uh, and I think that's just the wonderful thing about Disney is everybody gets to have that magical experience. Right. And, you know, whether it be the child with special needs or whether it be, you know, my daughter's first visit and her first character. Yeah. And, you know, we went to see the first character and we just explained to, you know, the character's friend um, that, oh, yeah, this is, you know, this is her first character. And, um, you know, they they made sure that we had an extra special experience. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing to me is that if you don't tell, they don't know. Right. Like if you don't if you don't say, OK, like, for example, my other two kids are, quote unquote, normal kids. Mm -hmm. Right. They're, you know, the and and. Battle's favorite character, or Brock's favorite character, was Sheriff of Nottingham. Okay, so we see Sheriff of Nottingham. I say, Sheriff of Nottingham, you're not going to believe this, but this kid, who's seven at the time, his favorite movie is Robin Hood, and guess who the favorite character is? Sheriff of Nottingham. Okay, they went, they bent over backwards to make sure that that was a special moment. I mean, we we went into a spe private room and spent time with the Sheriff of Nottingham. Now, that's crazy, mm -hmm. but that happened to us okay and 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 i it's because we asked right it, it's because yeah. you ask and and they they don't know that that's going to be your special moment unless right. you say you know hey this is something that's really special to us yeah. but, but with all these things with that with a special moment with a character mm -hmm. with the idea of going through the fast pass at the end of the day that the it you have to treat it as a treat mm -hmm. yeah as it, a, it's not an expectation that's not a right Right. That's right. not a, it's not Pharisee Pharisee. It's, that is a special mm. opportunity that may or may not happen for you. Be prepared to be told no. Right. Yeah. We've been told Expect no. Expect no. Yeah, we've been yeah. told, it's a bonus. And like, just like Rusty meeting yeah. Belle the That's last right. time. And if we, we always ask. With my like, wife on her cane and <laughs> not able to walk. <laughs> <laughs> You're hanging out with Belle. Well, like we, if, you know, Brewer, if he takes to something or want, like if he likes a character, I will always go ask. And I don't feel ashamed for asking. I, you know, I'll say, you know, we were we were in a parade once and Brewer's, I can't say the character because they swore me to secrecy. I don't know why, but there was a really rare character that doesn't meet people. And I said, you know, Brewer saw him and loved him. And I said, hey, I went to guest services. I said, hey, is there any chance, you know, Brewer would love to meet this character because that's Brewer's thing. He loved meeting a character. And they were like, eh, sure. And so it happened. Okay, now we've also gone up there, and they've said, mm, this character's not available. And I've gone, cool. You know, I just walked away. I wonder if Disney's got, like, a secret file on, like, the <laughs> Lloyd family. Like, <laughs> the this guy is fashion. ridiculous about characters. <laughs> Probably so. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. And I would just add that no matter what your need is, um, I've got someone who's, I've been working with who's going on a trip and they have dietary needs. We've kind of talked about this. But we just emailed Disney and said, listen, I need to know where we can get XYZ at counter services. And they sent me an email back within two hours and gave me a list of all the restaurants that would meet, that were counter service restaurants that would special their meals to their dietary needs. Because yeah. we say well, they need vegan, they need gluten free, and they need sugar free. Just, yeah, that's pretty big, great. Pretty big category. Yeah. But once again, it's, it's going in and asking, saying, yep. hey, I've got this need. 
I need you to help me out so we can have a good experience. A couple other things I would. If you're staying on site, ask for a first floor room. I would make sure I got a first floor room. Mm -hmm. If they don't know, they're going to put you in floor two or three. Yes. And, and um, when you put in your reservation, you can request wheelchair wheelchair accessible yep. as well as first floor. Many of the resorts do not have elevators, so you need to keep that mm -hmm. in mind, yeah. too. Um, what else would somebody need to know? There are also some pools. Most pools are handicap accessible. Well, they all right? have. It's now Florida law for that. Okay. Federal law for that for that chair that that right put you down. In yeah, the most pool. everybody has the chairs now. I would tell you if you're in ECV, the trams do well. You cannot get on a tram with ECV. You you must park uh, in the handicap area, and t hopefully there'll be someone there will tell you. Usually there is a section off the side of the handicap area that you can park in because you're not a you're not don't have a handicap, but maybe you're there and your your grandmother's with you. You can park right. Over to the side, and the, and then you have to ride your ECV into the park. There's you cannot go on a tram ride. The monorails are easy with ECVs. It's mm -hmm. very fast, easy, easy, easy. Yeah. easy. And I and I've met people on the monorail. You know, husband and wife, they were they were ECVs together, and they uh, they were riding the. As I said, I don't know what I just said. I got distracted. But there they, they were a couple on the monorail, right? And uh, and they they love the monorail resorts. That's all they did because of the easy to get on and to get off yeah. ECV. Now, what is Disney's cancellation policy? Do you know, like, if, if I had, let's just say, like, for Dana, okay, mm -hmm. we're, and we could actually postpone our trip. This one was on business trips. So we had to go during this time. But let's say, you know, you, oh, somebody tears the Achilles heel out, you know, and they're like, oh, man, now we're I supposed to go to go. Disney in a week, right. and we're going to be on these crutches, and it's going to be miserable. How does it work if you've got, if you bought the insurance? So if, if you've purchased the insurance, and I've got the wording here, so I'll just take it verbatim. Um that coverage is provided for the following unseen events um, or their consequences which occur um, while the coverage is in effect. So that's, you know, for your trip. Right. Um, if there's a change in your plans um, or a family member traveling with you or your travel companion. So this is for sickness, injury, or death of you or your traveling companion and or your traveling companion's family member or business partner. Okay. If you die, you don't have to pay. If you die, you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to go. pay. They'll, they'll okay. give you your insurance back. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll give you your, uh, your cost so of your So in theory, back. injury, did they get the, you know, but so I assume that you'd have to provide some right, proof th that there's you're just injured. A, yeah, just a little bit more information they gave on that. Um, so the sickness or injury um, must commence while coverage is in effect, require the examination of a physician in person uh, at the time of trip cancellation or trip interruption right. and is the written opinion of a treating physician. So um, be so di disabling as to prevent you from taking or continuing your trip. So if... That's pretty you know, open. That's pretty broad. Right. It's, it, you know, it's if your wife decided, hey, I tore my Achilles and I, I'm not going to enjoy my trip, the doctor says, hey, you're not going to be able to walk on right. it easily, then, yeah, that, that is enough um, to fall in those guidelines. Right. Now, uh, just remind me, in general, what are the cancellation policies? If I book through Disney, is it 10 days out? I get my money uh, back, I, or is it 30? I, I think know. it's 14. 14 days. Yeah, before 14. Yeah. But if it's inside that time, if you don't have insurance, you're, you're right. at least You better night. just show up. Yeah. yeah. And I will say this, because we learned most of your airlines, even if you buy some special, like we bought through Southwest, we bought the Warner Getaway, uh, and we did have to change one of our flights because of all this. You can um, cancel that trip, and you have to like a calendar year to on redeem Southwest. that money on Southwest. And so you can move your thing, and you can easily cancel, get a plane ticket for another time. It will usually give you a window of, of time to mm -hmm. do that with. 
and I will add this here. If you're at an airport and you're traveling with someone who has mobility issues, like you've got grandma with you and she just can't go because you're not airports are, usually you need to tell the people when you check in, we need a, uh, we need assistance and they'll bring someone. You're not allowed. We did take the wheelchair. We weren't allowed to, but they didn't know that. So we took it anyway. But you're supposed <laughs> to tell someone and they'll also mark it so that when you get to your next flight, there'll be someone waiting in the little terminal area for you. To, as soon as you get off the airplane, there'll be someone there waiting for you to push you to, push your you next to your next gate. And if you're doing a transfer, because I can tell you, we did this in Atlanta. We did not do that. And it took us forever. We were not walking that far, but my wife just could not get very far. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I bet you it took us 35, 40 minutes to walk down five <laughs> gates <laughs> or 10 <laughs> gates or how far. Atlanta's a big airport anyway, but we did not go that far. And we were like, as soon as we got there, then we went to him and said, hey, when we get off in Huntsville, could you have someone meet us at, at the thing? Because she's going to need someone to push her. Because we're having to go really, really slow mm-hmm. otherwise. And, and you can also call the airline ahead of time yeah. um, before you even arrive for your first flight. And, and they'll be prepared for you yeah. um, just in case you're traveling at a really busy time. So that way they'll know to have one right. there for you. Um, we did that with my mother-in-law. But if you are in a wheelchair or anything like that, you will have to go through security just with everybody else. Just to let you know. You don't, get, you don't get to go through. You do have to go through with anyone else. Well, this, this podcast, I will probably not listen to this podcast because I'm so self-conscious about this, nah, this topic. <laughs> oh, this will be the one I don't yeah. listen to. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's convene this podcasting session then. Uh, okay. You're. Uh, I guess we'll just wrap it up. Yeah. Hey, you we need contact questions. Us, yes. Send us to podcast at wdwforfamilies.com or just find us on Facebook or Twitter. Yep. If you want to uh, just slam us for anything controversial said, yeah, you can do that. All right. You're never too old to wish upon a star. <laughs> Thank you for downloading today's show. Be sure to visit our website, www.families.com. If you have a comment, question, or need help planning your trip to Disney, call us at 877-WDW4FAM or email us at podcast at www.families.com.